Day and welcome to the Pandemi Show. Stories of the Pandemi for people living in the Pandemi. No one is alone on the Pandemi Show. Thanks for joining us as we unite humanity through stories of hope, connection, and community in the face of the global pandemic. We are all in this together, and we're glad you're here together with us. Thanks for taking a moment to like, subscribe, and follow the Pandemi Show on social media. Welcome back to the Pandemi Show. Today, we're transcending time and space to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Who are you? Hey, I'm Mackenzie Dale. Mackenzie Dale, thank you so much for joining us here today on the Pandemi Show. Singer, songwriter, dancer. I've been listening to your music in the last couple of months of the pandemic, and it's really been uplifting, especially during this latest Omicron wave. And I just like to say I'm recording this interview on the Upper Canada Treaty in Southern Ontario on the traditional land of the Haudenosaunee, the Anishinaabe and the Changunkton, the keepers of the deer. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we talk about your your awesome new single, I'm Good Thanks, can you just tell us what was your life like before the pandemic, the respiratory pandemic struck and how did it change your life? And what was it like with the first lockdown or two? Oh, it was so strange. I, I will say that 2019 was probably the busiest time of my life. I hadn't released any of my recent singles yet, but we were in the midst of planning all of them. I was performing, you know, it was a really good time for artists in regards to people paying you for your time, which was a really, a really good thing that I think should keep on going. And basically, it was a pretty prosperous time. I was in the midst of writing, I was in the midst of setting up my new, my music video for Cut You Out. I was in the midst of getting all these ducks in a row, whole life kind of planned out. Uh, the pandemic hit, and it basically shut it all down very, very quickly. I was one of those people, unfortunately, that thought it was just the flu for the first month. And I was like, you guys, like, stop, relax. It's the flu. And then I quickly realized that, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> we basically had to shut down. I had a bunch of gigs lined up, had a bunch of different things, had a music video set up to film. All of it was shut down. So I had to make a plan. I've been taught to be an idea person. So I just immediately started getting the road to the pavement, I guess, trying to uh, figure out how I'm going to make the most of this situation. And basically, I bided my time until the restrictions were allowed enough to do the music videos planned. I figured it'd be a good time to do some more production and some more writing. So I spent a long, lot of time doing that, as well as just preparing myself for when we got out of this by doing a bunch of different regimens for music, different warm-ups, different workout routines, things like that, to make myself ship shape by the time that we got out of this. In the meantime, I've actually been able to release two songs. That's the good part about social media is that you don't really, you don't really have to stop. Like pandemic doesn't affect song releases, really. It just affects performances. So it's been an interesting ride. That's for sure. Definitely haven't performed very much in the last two years, but I've had lots of opportunity to really focus on my music releases, which was really great. So it really takes you out of your box. I will say that. So a lot of things learned. And you've been an entertainer and a performer 
since childhood. What a deviation from your life to every year being out performing audiences, audiences, audiences. And then for the last two years, zero audience. Everything's just kind of topsy-turvy. But I love that perspective that you're just prepping for when things open back up to get back out there in front of your fans and the people of the pandemic. We're so lucky here today on the Pandemic Show to be talking with Mackenzie Dale, singer, songwriter, dancer extraordinaire in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. We're going to take a moment now to listen to her song, I'm Good Thanks, before we play song title in the form of a pandemic question inspired by Nardwar, the human serviette from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I watch the shows in a one and I sleep in when I want to in the sheets I didn't fight for in the bedroom Yes, I'm at this wedding on my own No, not getting up to catch a bouquet I don't want your grandson's number in my phone Cool Your brother's ex-girlfriend's neighbor's best friend is also single So I don't need you to set me up With your doctor's third cousin's prime delivery guy Dale, thank you so much for joining us here today on the Pandemic Show to talk about your music and your song, I'm Good Thanks. It makes me feel like I'm back in the club. It makes me feel like I'm living again pre-pandemic. Thank you so much for your art oh, and your music. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> Our first question today on song title in the form of a pandemic question with Mackenzie Dale from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Mackenzie, during the pandemic, some people are saying I'm good, thanks, while others are saying I'm hurting. Help. Why is it so important that we focus on the relationship 
with ourselves, especially during a pandemic. Honestly, I could give you a list the length of my train on that video on the reasons to be working on yourself constantly. Everything from pandemic to relationships, it's the most overlooked thing in the world, honestly. We're so concerned about how we're perceived by others. We're so concerned about pleasing and things like that, going with the flow of whatever, what everyone else is doing, that you don't stop to think, how am I feeling? Is this right for me? How am I going? How am I going to sit with myself? And I think the pandemic actually forced people to sit with themselves a little bit because all of a sudden, bam, you're not with all the people that you have to kind of drown out your own problems with. You have to sit with that. And I actually had to go through that myself where I was used to being in, you know, crowds and things. And all of a sudden I'm alone. You have to figure out who you are. And I think that especially within my song, it's about how can it actually in the immortal words of RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? And oftentimes people are so rushed to jump into relationships and to jump into careers and to jump into school, you know, jump into anything without figuring out what they really want, who they are, what would make them happy, what would make them a more wonderful person in society, I guess. And a lot of people don't think about that. They don't have time. Times, you know, things are moving fast always, but with the pandemic, all of a sudden it's slowed down and you have time to really marinate on that. And so I spent, <laughs> yeah, I spent the two years of most of the pandemic completely single. You know, I'd done what a lot of people did, you know, hop from relationship to relationship. I mean, I had periods of time in between, but it wasn't until I really sat with myself for those two years and not that everyone needs two years, but I needed those two years. <laughs> you sit with yourself and you realize like, what lessons can I take from the things that I've been going through in my life? Where have I been letting my boundaries slip? Where have I been failing myself? Not failing others, but not listening and hearing what I need and what my feelings are. And once I started doing that, it was actually the craziest thing. I got into a relationship right after some restrictions lifted in the summer, like no, in the fall of this last year, it was the moment where I finally felt like I could sit with myself and be strong within my own self. And immediately I found a healthy person to be with when I had struggled to do that prior. And it was the same with music that I'd been kind of running the rat race. I hadn't had time to really take time to create. And as soon as the pandemic sat down and I was able to sit with myself, all these ideas of songs started coming into my head. And that's where Cut You Out and I'm Good Things spawned from. So I just think that when you take that time, great things can happen. You kind of leave room for amazing things to manifest when you take that time. Mackenzie, thanks so much for opening up and just sharing your personal experiences. And it's great that we can find the silver lining in the pandemic that it gave people that time to do the important introspection and work on, like you said, the most important relationship we have, the relationship with ourself. People of the pandemic, no one's alone on the pandemic show. We're very lucky today to be talking with Mackenzie Dale. Next question on song title in the form of a pandemic question. The pandemic has been divisive. Have you had to cut people out? I definitely had people within my circle that had different opinions for myself. But I've always been of the opinion that as long as they don't have opinions that I find completely like repulsive, divisive, like hateful, things of that sort, as long as it's not something that's truly awful of an opinion, I, I like to listen to them. I like to hear them out. I believe that you can be friends with someone who you may disagree with. Some of my best friends and I have deep introspective conversations 
where we don't necessarily all agree on the same things, but we have the same moral principles, <laughs> the same non-negotiables. But in the end, I had a friend who was nervous to be vaccinated because she had had experiences of trauma in her family as a result of certain vaccines. Now, it didn't change my opinion of the fact that I was like lining up to get mine. Yeah. But at the same time, she had a valid reason. She wasn't just screaming, I hate vaccines, I hate vaccines. She had trauma, which she had to work through in her mind. And so I think it would be, I always thought it would be irresponsible of me to just cut people out for differences of opinion, as long as it's not harmful. The pandemic's really brought some people to a boil with yes. fear and anxiety around the uncertainty. I like how you draw the line on being tolerant of different opinions as long as they're not hurtful or inspired by hate. That's what the pandemic show is all about. Uniting humanity with stories of shared experience and knowing that we're in this together apart. Absolutely. Together apart. Yeah, that's very accurate. <laughs> Next question on song title in the form of a pandemic question with Mackenzie Dale. Will the pandemic ever be mine or is it ever everybody's. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I know how to answer the question fully, but I think we've really shown that we're all together in something. I think that's the kind of cool part about the one cool thing about this pandemic. And I mean, I don't, I'm not a fan of it. Um, not a fan. Um, would be happy for it to uh, exit anytime now. But the one thing that it's allowed us to realize is that we are all in this together. I noticed that when the pandemic first hit China, People were like, I saw some support, but a lot of people were kind of writing it off like, oh, that's China's problem, not our problem, it's China's problem. And then all of a sudden, it became everyone's problem. And I think it was the first time in a really long time that we've all had the same issue to yeah, deal with. Yeah. And it's kind of a cool thing. I mean, it's it's caused a lot of issues at the same time, but it's kind of a neat thing that we've been forced to kind of confront the fact that we're all dealing with the same thing. There's no people we can blame. There's no one we can, there's no one we can hate on, which is a lucky thing because I think pointing fingers in a crisis like this would be unnecessary. So not mine, all of ours. And honestly, misery loves company. So that's the, <laughs> it is <laughs> interesting. Everyone happier and sadder at the same time. <laughs> it is interesting how this is one thing that everybody in the world, no matter if you're a billionaire or living in a homeless encampment, we're all dealing with this pandemic. And it's the kind of thing that hopefully it doesn't happen more than once in a lifetime been 100 years oh. since the last significant one. Oh, it better not. It better not or I'm moving <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> Next question, what is the pandemic ringing the alarm on? <laughs> I've definitely noticed a change in the general the general feeling of the world right now. I think people are starting to get a little tired. They're starting to get a little boiling. I guess that's the alarm in my head of how we now transition cuz I was all for the the restrictions and everything that needed to be done to keep things at bay. But now it's getting to a point where I think we need to find systems to live sustainably with COVID because it's obviously Omicron has proven that no one is safe <laughs> from getting it. Obviously, the vaccines help with horrible outcomes. But in the end, we're once again all in this together. And yeah, it's run the alarm that we need to start finding different ways, I think, to sustainably handle this without just saying like, all right, out you go. Good luck to you. Like, have and, fun. <laughs> and, and with the, the initial stages of the pandemic, there, at least here in Canada, there was government support. There were some countries in the world where there was no pandemic stimulus or pandemic support for oh. people. So it was business as usual. A lot of the world didn't have the luxury 
that we had in Canada to take so many wonderful precautions that's, that saved lives and lessened the suffering. But now we have more tools in our tool belt. We've got the vaccine. We have a better understanding of how it's spread and springs just exactly. around the corner, which is going to help. But it seems that with all these different perspectives and kind of blood boiling over, we need the music to bring us Absolutely. back together. And we need the shared experience and be, to be able to gather to heal. It does seem that the further exactly. we get into the pandemic, it does seem like people's blood are is boiling over, but there does seem to still be a lot of civility. I know even in my own Absolutely. circles, I have friends that aren't vaccinated for legitimate health concerns that they have. And, and I respect that. I think that this COVID is going to run its course and then it will have run its course. And I think some of the fear people have right now isn't going to be justified in a year from now when things exactly. become a little bit more inclusive again. That's what I'm hoping for. As much as I agreed with the restrictions, I do think human contact is a necessary way to to come together and to heal together. And so I totally agree with that. I think we need to find ways to not be, because honestly, I feel like some of us are going to go loco if we <laughs> have to be away from each other for a whole other year. So I think we need to start finding ways to heal together rather than apart. <laughs> and, and the pandemic, especially that first year, it really did ring the alarm on problems we have in our society. I know I can only speak to my oh, experiences totally. in Southern Ontario, but how our seniors are treated oh. became an issue. How we treat homelessness, Black Lives Matter, structural racism, peace and reconciliation. There's just so many issues. And hopefully we can handle more than one uh, crisis at a time because we need to address issues with the planet S so much. It's Absolutely. complex, but it's not confusing. And, and luckily we have... People like you, Mackenzie, pumping out dance hall bangers to get the people <laughs> of the pandemic moving and grooving. Our last <laughs> question in song title of the form of a pandemic question based on your song, Turning It Up. Are you looking forward to turning it up when this is in the rear view? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I was, I was always, I'm always been a worker bee. So I've, I've never been a person that really had the time to go to clubs and to you know be out there but even last year when some restrictions were lifted in my province in the summer I all of a sudden found myself so eager to live life because it really brought to the fact that I had quote-unquote wasted a year and it brought to the, it brought forward how many fun things I had just in my own city and around the world that I had not yet dipped my toes in and it really brought that up for me and I realized that I need to start living my life and I think a lot of people felt that way and so I'm itching for traveling I've already I've already started on some of it but I'm itching for more traveling I find myself really drawn drawn to that I find myself wanting to see what local things there are to do in the city that I never even thought of or fun activities that have been around all my life that I've totally forgotten exist it really brought forward just how many fun things there are to life that you just don't want to miss and I think the pandemic really did show me that so you know, as much as I want to kind of like punch it in the face a bit, I can thank it on a few things. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mackenzie. And our last question here today on the Pandemic Show, what's your favorite uh, Star Trek series and what's your favorite Star Trek episode? Oh, <laughs> that's the hardest question. Okay, well, Star Trek series favorite is Voyager. And yes, this is an unpopular opinion, but Janeway is a badass. And I hold to my statement. And I think that the fact that they were thrown out into the universe all by themselves and had to basically handle hostile forces basically every day says a lot. 
and a lot of them were new crew. So I will say that one episode, I'd have to say the one where they bring in Seven of Nine. I can't remember exactly what episode's number because there's like a billion of them. But where they bring in Seven of Nine, I just really liked the idea that they were bringing in more strong female characters that did more than just being, you know, nurses and, and things which are noble professions. But I wanted to see a different view of women where they were a little more badass. Leadership. And leadership positions. Yeah, it was lovely to see that. And then they brought in a lot of social issues in that show which I found really interesting that makes you kind of rethink about things in even life now. I just love, I love Star Trek altogether though. It's it's really hard to pick anything for me, but those would be the ones I watch the most, I'd have to say. <laughs> Star Trek's really helped me get through the pandemic as well. I'm a card carrying member of Starfleet International for the oh affordable price of $5. You can get your <laughs> yearly membership and join a cosplay ship in your local community. Shout out to the USS Vector. But I find that Star Trek really helps me reimagine the future. Thinking that about some of the mis- thinking about some of the mistakes of the past, slavery, residential <laughs> schools, horrible things that are happening to the planet. Star Trek helps me re-envision how can we do better and how can we create a brighter future for the next generation? Absolutely. I base my entire vision of the future off of Star Trek, if I'm being honest. I feel like they've they've figured it out. <laughs> they've figured out what it could look like. And it gives you kind of hope that you could have a society that one day exists in relative peace and exists without all of the all of the hatred and all of the suffering and things like that, where people are just kind of on a more equal scale and they're just doing things because they love them, not because it makes them money and exploring the world because they have time because they all need to make money. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, and I love that all the adventures that are coming out that are Star Trek based. It fills my heart. <laughs> it really does. Mackenzie, thank you so much for your time here today on The Pandemic Show. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was lovely. Thanks for listening to The Pandemic Show. We're all in this together, and we're glad you're here together with us. Physically distance with us at pandemishow.com. Be a part of our community by subscribing to and sharing The Pandemic Show. Thanks for taking a minute to email an episode, share a link, or promote us on social media. Pandemic Show is on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. Stories from the pandemic for the people of the pandemic. Do you have an interesting pandemic story and want to share? Email us at pandemishow at gmail.com. Thanks to all our guests. Thanks to Giant Value for singing us in and letting us know everything is going to be all right. No one is alone at the pandemic show.